Listener Production. Hello, Dan Ganade here with Mitchell Johnson and welcome to Willow Talk's test wrap of day three of the first test here in Perth. That was a thoroughly enjoyable day to watch. Mitch Johnson, hello to you. What did you like about day three? Uh, there was a lot going on, I thought. Uh, a bit of a fight from Pakistan. Um, I like the way that they bowled this afternoon. They, they really had a, a real good dig at Australia. The pitch was starting to play up and down, so they, I thought that they came out here and had a better plan than what they did in the first innings. Um, so, yeah, I think Pakistan came out with a, a better plan, like I said. Um, Australia, I, I liked what they did. They were consistent with their bowling. They talked about bowling fuller. Um, they got it up there. They got a few players and misses. Nathan Lyon came on. Didn't quite get the 500, but he was close. Uh, we could all sense it here, and then Travis had spoiled the party. <laughs> and was booed. And obviously, booed. Obviously, the fans weren't booing him. They just wanted to see a bit of history. Uh, Stark with two. Hazelwood got a wicket. Cummins, he's been good. Cummins in this test match, two for 35 of 20. Line three for 66. Marsh and head a wicket each. They've got this knack, haven't they, the Australians? There are periods where the, the, the batters look pretty settled. But they do not go away, the Australian bowlers. They are relentless. They are, and that's why they've been so good for so many years. And these guys have played junior cricket together. They've been around each other for a very long time. They know how they operate. Uh, It's good to see Nathan Lyon back, like I said. But another one there was Mitch Marsh. He got a bit of a breakthrough. He bowled two two back-of-a-length balls uh, to get... Then a full, nice, full delivery to get the wicket of, uh, who was that again? Uh, Az- uh, Baba Azam. So uh, yeah, Pakistan's best best batsman. Exactly. So look, there's been some battles going on out there. Uh, but like you said, the Australian bowling lineup has just been relentless. They, they've bowled well uh, and they're going to have to do that again once they get a bit of a total here. But Pakistan aren't letting them get away too easily. No, and then Australia really uh, toughed it out. Two for 84 in the afternoon, Warner went for a duck uh, following his 164. Labashain was struck and then went f- shortly after for two. Kurum uh, Shazad, very good uh, debut from him. And then Kawaja and Smith have seen it out. Uh, two for 84 off 33. Eth, you've got some uh, you've got some beacon stats. Yeah, may as well start with David Warner. Of course, scored 164 in the first innings and zero in the second. It's the third most ever runs scored by an Australian in a Test match while scoring a duck. That record belongs to Ricky Ponting. He scored 242 and zero back in 2003 against India. What we are seeing though, uh, statistically, is the numbers are making it harder to bat every single day. Batting average on day one was 69.2, 39 on day two, 22.3 today on day three, 10 for 223 fell today. The pitch fizz stats, of course, we've got some crick fizz data handy, uh, suggesting it's becoming a lot harder to bat as well. The pitch inconsistency, of course, rated one to 10 on pitch fizz. 10 means very inconsistent. Session three, day three, it was rated 8.2. So a lot of variable bounce. Of course, Steve Smith getting hit a couple of times. Marnus Lavashane getting hit as well. False shot percentage is up as well day on day. And the short ball proving uh, really difficult to face as well on day three. Four wickets at an average of 13 to the short ball today. So becoming harder and harder to bat. And no surprise with those stats why we saw so much of the short stuff. 
from the Pakistan bowlers. Yeah, exactly, and that's that's clever bowling by them, knowing that the pitch is going up and down. I think you'll you'll find out how bad the well, not bad how how much it is playing up and down when Travis Heads comes out to bat, and even Mitch Marsh, because those guys like to go after it straight away. So, um, yeah, look, it is definitely playing pl- uh, playing some tricks, and the thing it, it sort of reminds me of like a, a whacker pitch. It has those cracks that are running down and across as well, and it's plating up a little bit. So it'll be interesting to see. It has baked today. It was quite warm. We saw a bit of overcast conditions, but I think it's going to get uh, very difficult. And the bigger the total Australia can put on here, um, you know, I think they'll be looking for some time after lunch um, to possibly, yeah, put put Pakistan back in. It's interesting you talk about the wacker because we've been coming here for a few years now, and it's all, it's as if the curator has been trying to be get this drop-in pitch whacker-like, and this appears to be the closest. So it's a learning process, and each year they learn, they learn, and they're not as much grass on the pitch at the start here, and it seems to have paid dividends. Yeah, I mean, it has played pretty well early on, and now it's starting to play those tricks, and I remember playing my first game at the Wacker in a first-class game against WA when I was playing for Queensland, and the cracks that were in those pitches, I was up against Brad Williams, and Joey Angel, and I remember the cracks being very, very big. They were really wide, and that's what we're starting to see here now. We're starting to see a little bit of those characteristics come in. That, that drop-in pitches are so different to uh, you know traditional pitches, but yeah, look, it's good that we can see that here. Um, it's a lovely stadium, and uh, we've got a great test match on our hands. And that's been Willow Talk's test wrap for day three of the first test. Hit that follow button in the listener app, Apple Podcast, Spotify, or wherever you're listening. And we'll catch you again tomorrow.